Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I feel like when you have the MVP discussion of people who are capable of repeating, usually you would say, okay, is there any complacency involved here? And I feel like Nikola Jokic is one of those people that is such a machine when it comes to coming to work every day, being dependable, and also being available. Like, isn't that such a... Uh, a unicorn of a trait in the NBA these days where somebody yeah. not only doesn't do the load management, but also he's extremely durable. Like knock on wood, he's played on a, in a lot of games and he has not been hurt for very much of the season. You know, if my memory is serving me correctly. So I think mm-hmm. that's where you start when it comes to the MVP conversation. I think he's very much the uh, the deserving favorite when it comes to MVP. So let's look at the odds board real quick. We've got Nikola Jokic, the favorite at plus 450, uh, getting 34% of the handle, which is a commanding number when you look at the rest of the field. Luka Doncic is 6-1 to one, along with Giannis at 6-1 to one as well. Jason Tatum of the Celtics, 7-1. to one. Joel Embiid, uh, the reigning MVP, which is now a little funny after the fact, I feel like. Uh, he's 8-1, to one, Steph Curry 14-1, to one, and Devin Booker 20-1, to one, but getting 13% of the handle. So clearly somebody's ba- banking on Devin Booker to have a big year. Uh, Mac, who do you like here, or do you think there's anything people should know before betting on this market? Well, I think much like Mahomes in the NFL MVP market, Jokic makes the most sense, right? Because like you laid it mm-hmm. out, and to continue with the hackneyed Eastern Bloc stereotypes, he is the Ivan Drago of basketball, right? Like he just shows up and destroys. 
Um, so I like Jokic still. I do have a question. Like when I look at MVP candidates, the ones that I like the most are the ones who I think have a strong two and or three. And I don't mean positionally two or three. I mean, a strong like wingman and wing to the wingman. Like Jokic has Jamal Murray. I talked earlier about Bruce Brown and getting over that departure. Uh, Brown would be like the, 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 back up to Jamal Murray, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, you would see him come come in and relieve Murray often. So does that affect the number two to Jokic this year? I don't think it will. I, I still think I, I like the Jokic-Murray combination. In Giannis's case, who I also like, at 6-1, to one, he's got Dame involved now. That's a huge part of anything Milwaukee and Giannis are able to do this year. Tatum at 7-1, to one, I still like because, and, and I'm not overreacting to one night, uh, I think Porzingis, I, I didn't like the Marcus Smart move to begin with, and I didn't like it even for bringing in Porzingis, but Porzingis shows you last night just what he can give you. He can be the guy to take over a game in some cases, as he did in the fourth quarter last night. You've also got Jalen Brown still in the fold, obviously. So um, I like to look at what's around someone when we talk about the MVP market, sort of not propping them up, but supporting them. And Jokic, I still like with, I think, Giannis and Tatum as the other two I'll keep an eye on early in the season to see how the market moves. I think that's a great point. And that brings me to my next candidate here, who I think maybe deserves a shot, just at least based on this number. SGA, Shea Gilgus Alexander, averaged Mm. 31 points per game last year. Uh, You look at his number now, it's 18 to 1. If you think the Thunder are going to be better... Again, if you believe in the theory that if he has good pieces around him, it will be easier for him to uh, win games, which I do believe Mm -hmm. is part of the case in the MVP uh, award. Like, you can't be terrible, I think. Uh, Because if you look at the past winners, they're mostly teams who have been at least making the postseason. But the thing going against it is it's been a big man's award for the past five seasons. Uh, You look at Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. Uh, maybe it's because this is a very dependable like source of offense. You know, when you're not shooting, you know, low percentage shots, you're putting up good numbers each and every night, it seems. And plus, these guys are just, it's a renaissance for big men. Do you think there is a guard here that can steal this award from uh, a, a big man in the MVP? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, that's a great question. I don't know if there is just because of, I mean, look, there's always a chance because of the name recognition, right? That Steph has a Steph Curry like season. Um, But, you know, you bring up the point too about load management and how much is that going to come into play this year? Curry would be the one that I look at and say, Hey, if anybody can have a year where he, he takes over then at 14 to one, and what, only only 2% of the tickets now on Curry, people are starting to question whether he can do it consistently, not just night after night, but year after year. That would be the one I would look at, um, would, would be Steph, because we know it's in there. The, the only question is, how much longer will it be in there? Um, 
So Curry, plus there's just Golden State. I, I, I won't give up on Golden State until they show me that it's completely collapsed. I'll make the comparison for hockey fans to the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins it, it look really bad to start this season. They're like two and four. Um, they kept their big names together. The guys who've been together for 18 years, Crosby and Malkin and Latang. Um, but I, I, it looks like it's it's reached its its end point. They they're quickly approaching the end game. Yet I still won't give up on it because I've seen those guys do it so many times before. Same thing holds true in this case for the Warriors. I won't give up on it until I see that they've completely collapsed. Um, so I like Kurt. If you're looking for a guard, Curry at 14 to 1. Well, obviously, Steph Curry certainly has the capabilities, but he also is a year older. And I think that's where, Mm -hmm. like you said, load management starts to enter the picture for a Warriors team that their goals are not the regular season. Their goals are the postseason. Let's try to take a a stab at trying to explain this number on uh, Devin Booker. Why so many people have, you know, hit him at 20 to 1. He's getting 13% of the handle. That is the second highest amount behind Nikola Jokic. And I get it. Devin Booker is a walking bucket. He can post some really outlandish stat lines when it comes to points. But where I think the big men have the upper hand is when you think of MVP, don't you think of somebody who affects the game in multiple ways? I think that's where it ends for Devin Booker with me. Like maybe the assists will be there. But how do you go against somebody who is a walking triple-double in Nikola Jokic? Because you've got to remember Nikola Jokic is a big man, but he's also one of the most skilled passers in the entire league. So that's where I think I don't really buy into Devin Booker. I don't think he can affect the game like some of these big men can. Well, and I also think there's – you make really good points. I also think that – the MVP gets voted on. And so when it's voted on by humans True. who have in, you know, built in biases towards people or how they think the game should be played or how teams should be constructed, you can't ignore the fact that the Suns have gone out and gotten Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal the last two, year and a half to accentuate Devin Booker. That Devin Booker, I don't think by a lot of basketball fans across the NBA is looked at as a guy who can do it on his own. He's got to have great supporting pieces around him. And that's in complete contrast to, again, not to take anything away from Jamal Murray, but it's in complete contrast to Jokic in Denver, who I think a lot of NBA fans look at and say, well, Denver is Denver because of Jokic. I don't know if anybody looks at the Suns and says the Suns are the Suns, because of Devin Booker. He's a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And he's a really important part of it. But especially when you go out and get Durant and Beal over the last year, year and a half, that's telling you, yeah, he he's part of it, but he's not the reason for it. And voters think that way. I think the final word for me on MVP is that you're right. There is a human element. And it feels, looking back at last year, they almost gave it to Joel Embiid, not because he had a great season. He did but also because he hadn't won it and it felt like he deserved it at some point. And they're like, okay, this is the year for Joel Embiid. Now this year you spin it forward. It looks like Nikola Jokic should have won the MVP last year. So now it feels to me that if Nikola Jokic is in the conversation, they will give the gentle nudge to the Serbian to win the MVP. So I like Nikola Jokic taking the chop here. I don't care. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.